morning. Hello, how's it going? This is the Mindful Manny podcast, episode two. We're talking nature girl today. This episode is short and sweet. It's just me kind of recapping my love for nature, my connection to Mother Earth, my journey connecting back to myself and why connecting to nature has been a part of that. Um, It's a good listen. It's a good little listen. I'm sitting here in the Lake of the Ozarks and re-listening to it and really appreciating where I am and feeling blessed to um, be in a gorgeous place like this. So here you are, the Mindful Maddie podcast, episode two. Let's go. Let's hit it. So, talking about nature and my journey connecting to nature, um, mostly because I'm sitting in nature right this moment and what's coming to me feels like worthy to share. <laughs> I have a feeling that's what this podcast is going to be a lot about is, is how I normally post too, is just like when the inspiration strikes Um, and when the, like, moment strikes that I'm like, yeah, this is actually something I think I could talk about for a while, that's when I'm gonna do it. I don't think I'm gonna plan it out. I I mean, I have ideas of what I want to do, but, um, when I really let my channel be clear, that's when I say the best shit, am I right? (coughs) Um, sorry about that. So, first of all my connection to nature something that has grown exponentially in the past year and just really in the past six months of living in Fort Collins and like living near um a little hiking trail a little walking trail and then there's just like a bunch of little rivers and whatever it may be around here lots of animals by that I mean ducks and birds like a lot of birds I like a lot of birds I'm a bird gal one might say. I have a hummingbird tattoo on my arm and didn't, I mean, before that tattoo, like, was not really connected to the emblem of the hummingbird. Um, I got the tattoo with my stepsister and two of my cousins for, to just commemorate our, um, our grandma. So when she passed away, that was something that we kind of came together and we're like, we want to do this for her. So, yeah, that's how I ended up with a hummingbird on my arm, and now I feel like sometimes I am a hummingbird, and all my ancestors come to visit me in the hummingbird form. I feel like I see hummingbirds all the time that I never used to see, Um, and so that's kind of, like, my sign that, like, my family's always with me, you know? And I do see a lot of birds exemplifying that, um bald eagles I made a post on Instagram talking about bald eagles and how that is a reminder of my my grandpa my grandpa Daw who I never got to meet um is my mom's dad and he passed away in a motorcycle accident um when she was my age so it's what like 30 years ago more than that which is pretty crazy um He's, like, the one grandparent I didn't get to meet. So, yeah, 
with that being said, kind of talking about um, the emblems I see in nature of my family and like why I feel so strongly that nature connects me to my family. Um, Nature is that connection to source. Nature is that that mother nature interaction between you, a human, and I hear the trees like rustling and like that's mother nature and that's the energy of mother nature kind of speaking to me. I try to go on like walks every day outside my house and I'm not going to lie, it's not every day that I do it, but getting outside this summer especially has been super beneficial for me and I don't think I realized the like real effects of changing the physical state you're in when you're when your mind's running wild like when I'm at home and I'm having just kind of a blah day and like I maybe did a few little tasky poos inside and maybe did a couple things made some food maybe just like took a nap and watched tv on the couch like getting up and going outside and being outside for 30 minutes 20 minutes whatever I am able to do mentally it changes my whole frame of mind because taking yourself out of the situation physically can also change your mind about where you're at um and this is something I didn't really understand before I think I was so deep in the matrix and like the school of thought of like we are not the same as nature and nature's there yeah there's trees and we put paths everywhere and we put trails everywhere and ski hills and lakes man-made lakes and all that kind of stuff but like I didn't really realize the true essence of our connection to nature um and I kind of just had to start embracing that I think also I I did like a mushroom medicine journey in Sedona Arizona and that was a huge catalyst in my connection to nature and in my feeling of like wow we're really a part of this like bigger energy this bigger thing that we can't see and we can't understand and with that means I gotta have a little more like connection to my brothers and sisters out here these trees these animals these plants um these flowers these butterflies and that comes just yeah from a desire to feel closer to myself um which is kind of cool now that I'm thinking about it because it's like we are nature we are one with nature if we choose to be and we are one with the earth and mother earth is always speaking to us and she's always here for us and she is always like sending us messages that's something i wholeheartedly believe um because i talk about animals and how birds show up and that reminds me of my family like i see butterflies all the time (sighs) and really what that means for me it's just a confirmation of like wherever I'm at like no matter what I'm doing I'm always being watched over I'm always being protected and I always have a connection to something bigger than myself when I look for it and when I ask for it um yeah 
sometimes I'm like, even just the urge to go outside and do something outside and connect with nature feels like it's a, n- a nudge from nature telling me to get out of my own head and get out of my own way and kind of just let myself be one with the earth and connect with where we came from. Um, so yeah, that's a little about <laughs> my just kind of feelings on nature and why I love it. I love a hot girl walk, why I love a nature walk. Um, it just makes me feel good. It gets me out of my own head. It gets me into my body and reminds me where I came from, like I said. So what else could we like talk about on this subject? I, I pull a lot of uh, oracle cards with this like Native American teachings book called The Sacred Path. And so much of the teachings, pretty much all of them, connect us to Grandfather Sun and uh, Mother Earth and all these like bigger entities that take care of us and that are supporting us and that are here to show us more about ourselves because in my beliefs we are all just a part of the universe experiencing itself and so nature's a mirror for me you know I don't know what the lesson of the day is going to be when I go out for my nature walk but I do know that it's going to bring me back home to like okay your problems aren't that big your anxiety isn't real what is real is this nature around you and the way the trees sound when there's wind rustling through them and the way the sunshine feels on your face after being inside all day and the way rain cleanses your body like as it falls all these things are definitely connections to nature and connections to source for me um yeah and I think like kids get that animals dogs get that and humans were kind of trained to forget our connection to nature and now that I think about it kind of my whole life before I moved to Fort Collins it was never really like in my decision making to be like I want to be by nature I want to be outside outdoors I want to hike I want to paddleboard I want to walk around I want to have a path right outside my door um that wasn't important to me because I really was fine with like city living I lived in Denver like downtown Denver for two years that was during COVID as well and my disconnection from nature from source was really high during that time my anxiety was really high I could go outside and walk around the park but it was parking lots it was neighborhood it was concrete and planted trees you know um and I feel like that was a source of disconnection for myself I was becoming a self-love coach. I was really trying to dive into like, who am I and like, what am I here to do? And living there, not close to nature. I mean, it was like a a drive to go into hiking land or whatever, but 
I didn't want to do that. I didn't feel called. And now that it's in my backyard, I feel called every day. Even when I don't feel called, I'm like, I know it'll make me feel better. Um, but yeah, like to think I was just fine with living in the concrete jungle is crazy because so much of me, I just like am a happy little like hippie tree hugger girl walking around smiling at the trees and laughing and being like oh like look at that bird oh my god look at those ducks and the baby and look at that butterfly those butterflies flying around those two together twirling I just really find joy in nature I find joy in this part of me that is like free and does what it wants and kind of has its own rhythm and its own reason its own yeah like its own rhyme or reason nature is in charge and it's cool to feel a part of that so anyways that's just a little tidbit for me um I played soccer growing up so when I'm when I'm in the grass, which is what I'm doing right now, literally barefoot sitting in the grass in between some trees in a big park, and I can see people playing soccer <laughs> across the way. Um, and wow, what a smell, nostalgia, memory that is. Like, after practice, taking your shoes off, taking your socks off, and walking on the grass, and... Uh, like, there is just nothing like being a kid and playing sports and being around your friends and getting better at a skill. And I think playing soccer all my life, like, that was our main kind of sport. I've touched on this a little bit, but what I was really grateful for in the sport was the amount of time I spent outside as a kid. Like, we had summer camp which was outside all day, even in the heat, like hot heat. I think I've puked before because it was so hot and we do like conditioning and we do drills. And I mean, they were not messing around. Let me tell you, that was some competitive summer camp. I'll tell you, but I think it was a really cool time to be a kid. Um, because I was outside all the time. Thank God for soccer, even in the snow too. Right? Like I was one with the elements at those games where we were playing in the sleet and it wasn't crazy enough for them to stop the game because if it's snowing it's fine if it's raining it's fine it's just like lightning and thunder and like dangerous situations that they'd stop the games so yeah that's a memory for sure is like playing in the elements and feeling like I felt connected I felt connected to soccer fields and to grass and to, like, the smell of soccer tournaments. <laughs> um, and I also did, like, track and field in middle school, and that was a camp that I would do with my friends, and it was at my old school in Boulder High, and we'd jump in the creek after track practice, or we'd tube down to track practice in the, on the boulder creek um very fond memory i was very scared of that like i was like pretty timid when it came to like doing adventurous things but i always wanted to do them and now it's that's my bread and butter but yeah as i've grown older 
I mean, as we grow older, we become disconnected from most things that are our original state, right? So as I grew older, like, nature wasn't as important to me. And I remember playing, like, as a little, little kid, like, playing with bumblebees in the garden at school and, like, saving flies that were dying inside on the ground. And I was very in touch with animals and insects and um mother nature that was like elementary school I want to say like fifth grade because I kind of remember the playground it was on and with that like how do you get from that to for a while I wasn't going outside at all during COVID during quarantine I didn't even go outside at all so It just kind of shows this contrast of, I don't know, I guess how much we really, we need nature in our day-to-day lives. And I think it's becoming way more prevalent now as corporations just try to take more control over our food system and like our food supply and produce and um, just kind of how it's become like a capitalist agenda as opposed to I don't know like being connected to where our food comes from being connected to our local produce growers and um, the people in our community that are making food for the community like you go to Walmart you're getting avocados from Mexico you're getting bananas from wherever bananas Mexico as well I think I don't even know like everything's from somewhere else And it makes me think of, like, the kind of how society as a whole is disconnected from nature, just from that, just from our food source, right? And if you asked me to start a garden right now, I'd figure it out, but I wouldn't know what I was doing. I wouldn't know what was necessary or maybe even, like, you think about, like, medicinal herbs that people use. I wouldn't know the first thing about, like, how to spot that, how to identify that, how to create food source for myself that would be, like, sustainable to live on. I do think that's kind of necessary, too, so it's interesting that I'm having this conversation right now because who knows what's going to happen, like, with everything in the world. I think Roe v. Wade really showed me that it's not really on our terms so we have to like take back our power in any way we can which when you think about it is really about growing your own food being fully self-sustainable so you're not reliant on these systems that don't really actually care about your well-being so nature is our number one and it should be like it should be above our government it should be above our church leaders like nature is our mother she is here to provide us with all and I think a lot of the time in history throughout history we've chosen to deny her that right and deny her that abundance and that source of creation like she's the source of all creation but somehow we don't allow her to lead We repress her, we push her down, 
we take away the fruit that she creates. I think I saw something about like how many pounds of food and let's say produce goes to waste because it doesn't get bought by grocery stores. Like instead of feeding families, there's 40,000 pounds of food that just gets thrown away. And that's food that came from nature that was supposed to be provided to feed all the children on earth. And because of capitalism, that is not something that is a priority. Um, yeah, like I even think about grocery stores and you hear about like how they like the best time to go check their dumpsters is, <laughs> is after they've thrown out stuff that didn't get bought. And I mean, God, there's got to be a better ecosystem to to supply everyone with food and to like reconnect us back with our origins and with the food that sustains life like what would we do if we didn't have all these fast food chains around and all that in the grocery store was like produce and meat and bread like when it comes down to it if we don't know how to sustain ourselves with food I guess it's like hard to I sometimes I'm like I feel like I need to know how to do those things because when everything comes crashing down which I don't really see that happening but I do see this shift in um, the way that we need to care about our food and where it comes from and how connected we are to that process because I feel like it's a huge problem and it's been a huge problem in my life. Like, I still don't really know where all a lot of my food came from. And I still don't focus on, like, trying to source locally. I'm pretty sure I've passed a local produce stand in my area multiple times and haven't stopped. And that's because it feels intimidating. Because it's something I don't know about. It's not something that was like taught to me or I didn't grow up in a small town where like that was where you got your eggs from the neighbor down the street or you know that's where you got your your squash and your pumpkins when the time was right um it's just so commercialized that I like that's where my comfort zone is so yeah I'm gonna challenge myself right now and maybe you maybe I'm gonna challenge you right now to stop by that produce stand the next time I'm out and to show my like local farmers more love um yeah I think I want to be intentional about that and bring more awareness to where I'm getting my food um so I challenge you to do the same that's all in your power baby that's all up to you whether you want to connect to your food and mother nature in that way i love how mother nature talk gets into food and <laughs> where our produce comes from that's just i love talking about how backwards our society is because it's so obvious in cases like this and it wasn't obvious to me either like it hasn't always felt like wow we're we really do it wrong and we really like teach our people wrong because they don't know they don't know what they need to survive in a way. Um, they rely fully, well, that's actually part of it too, right? They rely fully on what is being provided 
to them through capitalism, which is just all about that monetary exchange, baby. Um, so yeah, nature, the earth mother, the creator of all things, the blesser of food and the field of plenty and just this like abundant source of love and family and reminders of who you are and where you come from and she's a sacred thing to me she's something that has become huge in my self-love journey because learning to love the creatures around me and the nature around me and like the simplicity within that is teaching me to love myself in a deeper way and have respect and have compassion for all things um including others who don't feel this way about nature and food and sourcing and all this kind of stuff or capitalism like I got love for you too because it's your journey to figure out what your connection to nature and to source is going to be and so I respect you in all of that um thank you thank you for listening thank you for tuning in I love you. (laughs) You've been listening to the Mindful Maddie podcast and we'll see you next time.